Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. This is episode 49. These things are coming fast and furious. I'm putting them out as quickly as I can with great local folks in my hometown, mostly uh, other than Santa Claus that graced us uh, two days ago from North Pole, Alaska. I just thought it'd be great to have take a blast from the past, my first guest ever. Today, I'm really excited to have with us the uh, director for the Eastern Chamber of Commerce. This is the group that uh, really um, I got involved with uh, just a couple of months ago and became a member, but this is a great uh, group. It's a nonprofit group, and Karen Newman is here with me, and we're going to talk about the Eastern Chamber of Commerce, what they do, uh, some of the things that they provide, and and Karen's going to also share with us some some things that uh, small businesses in town or anywhere should be looking at for um, whether it's a, a loan or support or what have you. So Karen, first and foremost, thanks for giving us some time here today. A short notice grab. Um, appreciate you, you coming on here for a few minutes with me. Well, Josh, I want to thank you for inviting me on. I feel very blessed that our paths crossed. Um, you became a member of the Easton Chamber after you uh, very generously agreed to be our speaker at our business appreciation dinner. And I, I feel people um, cross paths for a lot of reasons, but you have brought a lot to the chamber and we're really happy that you invited us to come on and speak a little bit today. Well, I appreciate it. And I got to tell you um, what, what a, what a 50 or so days it's been uh, since that or less than 50 days, 40 days since we were all together uh, you know, 150 plus people recognizing uh, some really incredible individuals in the town. And here we are today with most of these companies, uh, you know, closing or, 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 you know, having to lay people off. Um, this has really been uh, unprecedented, isn't even, we need a stronger word than that for what's going on. But what's really uh, I'm finding is the need for people to stick together more than ever. And I think that my opinion of the chamber is that's, that's what I'm, that's what I've seen. That's what I experienced in January. Um, tell everybody, I mean, I, I didn't, I have to say until I was asked to speak in January with you guys, and I was a member in the, in the late nineties, early two thousands, I think I told you, my dad, um, prominently put the sticker on our trucks and things that we were a member, but didn't really take advantage of, of being what being a member was. Tell us a little bit about, uh, well, tell us how you got to become, uh, where you are in the chamber and a, a little bit about the Eastern Chamber of Commerce itself. Okay, so um, I, in the past, have been working a few different positions, and uh, um, the latest couple were I was working at the Eastern Country Club in their events department, helping out behind the scenes, and I was also working for Isabel Wilson with her realty company as her administrator, and um, when Carrie Nichols, who had been the chamber um, program director for 15 years, resigned, my name was thrown out um, in the loop as someone that they thought might be good for the position. And I feel like it's a natural um, fit for me. I feel that one of the things I do best is connect people. And I'm in a position now where there's a lot of networking with the chamber. And I feel that's probably one of the strongest things people get out of it. Um, there's a lot of connections. We provide opportunities for people to make new business contacts and get referrals from people. And I think 
to me, that's one of the strongest things we do. We also help to try to save small businesses money. There are some opportunities to get some member-to-member discounts. There's opportunities um, for you to get a discount on your health insurance. There's um, a lot of there's a lot of um, kind of free marketing, I would say too. Like we'll spread information about what the businesses are doing in the community and you know promote them within the chamber and and just within the um, community itself. There's some business resources too, which especially now. Um, are going to really come in handy. Um, and if you go to, I don't want everyone to have to memorize everything I'm saying, but if you go to our website, www.easton-chamber.com, there's a section across the top that says business resources. And there's a lot of stuff there that is helpful, especially in this time, some government websites for the small business loans. In addition, there's some information about labor laws, Better Business Bureau, and um, you know things like that. So I think um, that's the first stop people should look at if they want to get some information. And I'll also try to go into a little more detail about some of the other things that some of our members are doing to support each other. The weeks and the months ahead of us are certainly uncertain times for business owners, for our chamber members, and the local community and beyond. But we do want you to know that we are here for you as a resource. Um, I am working um, remotely right now. I'm working part-time, but I put my personal cell phone number on the recording at the chamber. I also have my email address on the website, and feel free to reach out, and I'll try to help you get whatever resource you need at this, at this time. Um, I do believe that everyone's coming together right now and working to support each other. Um, I apologize. I'm working in my husband's office, and I thought he turned that off. <laughs> that, um, sounds, that sounds like an <laughs> old-school corded uh, rotary dial phone ringer. That is fantastic. <laughs> it's actually his laptop, but he must have picked that, so I apologize. Um, but our community is um, supporting each other, and right now we have to be create, be courageous, be generous, be resilient, and, and try to make a difference. And there's a lot of our members right now, and I know I'm not going to hit everybody because there are, there are so many people doing great things, but I do want to point out um, some people who have shifted um, their business and are, are working through this and helping the community and, you know, really saving their business at this time. The Children's Museum of Easton is um, posting every day on Facebook to try to support families, a daily project with um, things that they can make something with things they have around their house. Mm-hmm. Audio, um, video intelligence is still working with people setting up home offices and Zoom conferences and um, helping people who weren't working remotely do that now. Hilliards mm-hmm. is still, <laughs> I mean, chocolate is probably just as essential as um, some of the other items that we need, but they're still um, doing curbside pickup, you can order things, especially, you know, for them, Easter's right around the corner. That's one of their biggest holidays. So they're doing what they can to keep their business going. Shoveltown Brewery is canning their beer and selling that. I went by last Saturday and picked up some, and, um, you know, it was good to see a lot of people supporting them. Are they, still making, Nancy- are they still making pizza in the parking lot? I think I saw something where they were making pizzas in the parking lot too, weren't they? 
So they were, and I'm not sure if that was just that weekend. Um, when I went by, I, think, I believe it was last Thursday to pick up the beer. They weren't doing it, so I'm not sure. I try to follow on Facebook and share when I see someone's doing something. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it, they could be, but I haven't seen the pizza. I, th- I in thought the last that was. I, I just thought that was kind of a cool thing that they were doing. I did see that they're canning um for for uh, curbside pickup i got to get over there and get some i've been i've been talking about going there since since the uh, business yeah. negotiation night sorry continue. and i don't i, just... I don't <laughs> i don't believe that i don't believe that they did the online ordering before but they they are doing it now which is great mm-hmm. um fernandy's lumber i called this morning and or, ordered my fertilizer i showed up i popped my trunk they popped it in um curbside pickup no touch um you know still getting stuff you need they have a lot of supplies there paints and cleaning supplies although i will say today there was no paper towels or lysol products but that seems to be the norm oh yeah um connor's chiropractic is still open um dr mary is still treating patients because it's considered essential um the benefits of chiropractic chiropractic on the immunity and health uh hammer and stain I'm so proud of Janet Lind. She um, tried to stay open with curbside and then wasn't able to continue that. So she's now doing deliveries of projects people can do at home with their kids, which is fabulous. Um, Chris Ventresco, who's a board member, he's with Starlight Photography. He's working on trying to do some photos of of seniors and um, that maybe didn't get to finish their sports careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the YMCA it has an app, their own virtual app, where you can do free exercises. The Ames Library has all kinds of free stuff you can download. And Cheryl Morris at uh, EBPI is answering a lot of questions about um, accounting questions and that type of thing, which sort of leads me into, um, you know, what we were going to talk about is there are there is some stuff that is available to help businesses right now. Um, it's certainly a trying time, but um, certainly it's not a time to give up. Um, so the the government packed the, uh, passed the CARES Act, which was the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act. And there's several um, things there that can help small businesses. There's some free counseling and training, which I think is a first stop for everybody. And again, on our website, www.easton-chamber.com, there's a link under resources for SCORE, C-O-R-E, and they provide free confidential business advice. And I think that's a first stop for everybody because this information changes daily. um, And there's just different, everyone has their own, um, what they need help with for their business. So I think that's a great first stop to get some counseling. There are some um, loans. There's two different types of loans that I'm seeing. There's the PPP loan, which um, the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, That loan is allowing people to continue to pay their employees. And the part about that loan, which I find the most interesting, is um, that there's the opportunity that you may not have to pay it back. But that being said, um, I would call whoever you use for your bank and I would go through the loan officer there because they're going to be able to answer you the specifics about how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've, um, seen a couple, I've seen a couple of things that there are uh, 
there are some uh, details to that that you definitely want to get with your, your bank again, or provider. Yeah, or, yeah. And right. Um, and again, that's going to really depend on your individual business, whether you qualify for that um, not having to pay back part. Mm-hmm. There's also um, other small business loans, the economic injury disaster loan, and there's emergency economic injury grants. Um, so those really... Again, I think those the best place to look on the, for those is on the F, the um, www.sba.gov, um, and that kind of gives a summary. But I do encourage everybody to look into what they could take out for a loan, and um, everyone, well, most people will be getting some money from the government. Um, they'll be getting some, you know, a direct payment that will help out in the short term. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some eligible loans with really generous terms and pretty low interest rates. Um, also, if you are unemployed, there are be- more benefits for the unemployed right now, larger checks and longer um, times that they'll pay you. Mm-hmm. And also, um, as a last resort, you could take out money without being penalized from your retirement fund. But again, I'd say that's kind of a last resort. Um, because again, um, you will pay taxes on the money, mm-hmm. but um, you know you won't be penalized like you normally would. Got it. Got it. Is there a time frame on that one? Because I hadn't heard I hadn't heard about the retirement. That's like your four hundred one k's or your um, not your yeah. Roth IRAs because that's already taxed. Um, I, I I actually didn't know anything about that. So what's what's the details on that? Well, I just saw that there's um, there's no penalty, mm-hmm. um, but it says that you can't recontribute for three years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, which I think it's usually longer than that when you take out money. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like those things, I would definitely either contact your financial advisor because mm-hmm. um, I'm not an expert on this stuff. There's a lot of information that I, I'm finding the resources. Mm-hmm. But for each specific person, there are going to be consequences that are different. So I just want everyone to do their due diligence and call the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, your local bank and your um, financial advisor, if you don't have one, this is you know a great time to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of a lot of them are putting information on their websites as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. But there is, you know, there is a positive to this, that there is some relief. And, you know, I think, again, I think communication is key. If you're a business and you communicate with your customers and let them know what's going on, or if you're someone who, um, you know, needs to communicate something about it, um, any of our members that post something, I try to share it and get the information out. Mm-hmm. If you reach out to me and you need some more specific guidance on who to call as a resource, I'm happy to help you. Um, I just think right now we all have to kind of work together and stay alert for new opportunities. There's, you know, some people in this town who are really, you know, making it, making a good job of finding new opportunities, new ways to serve people. And um, we're all being challenged right now. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think I, I shared with the group um, in January where I said, uh, you know, rising tide floats all ships and the importance of camaraderie and coming together uh, with a group like the chamber, you know, tell us a little bit about how, uh, you you know, I know that you, you are just absolutely crushing it with, you know, having a strong membership, but I know that there's businesses in town that aren't members yet. 
um, that are possibly listening to this. So how does one become a member? What's the cost? What do they get? What's included all of the, the bits and the bites to that? Okay. So yeah, um, anyone who works in Easton, has a business in Easton, is welcome to join. If your business is not in Easton, but you live in Easton, um, you're still allowed to join the chamber. It's a $230 membership fee for the year, and we do that prorated. So if you were to join now, you wouldn't pay for the full year. You'd only pay for, you know, three quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, included in that membership, you get two tickets to our annual dinner, which you referred to earlier. Uh, we had 162 attendees, which is the most we've ever had. Um, it's a nice feel-good night where we honor people in, in the community who have done outstanding um, service to us. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a really beautiful night, and you spoke, and um, our scholarship winner and um, Jason Bourne spoke, and it was just, I thought, a great night. And like you said, I can't believe that mm-hmm. was just, a few short, you know, a few short months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, We also do um, events like lunches, um, breakfast. We just did a breakfast with Nora Youssef of RBC Wealth Management. We do after hours. Um, So if you're interested in being a member, either email me, call me. Um, I've been reaching out. I think, you know, if you're an Easton business and you're not in the chamber, we'd love to have you. We have about 150 active members right now. And when I say active, not everyone is the same level of active, but for mm-hmm. you, it might be coming to three or four things a year. For some people, it's just, you know, I like the newsletters and I like to make connections, but we're all good about referring people to each other and sticking together and and supporting each other. And it shows right now, and I'd, I'd love to have more members join us. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I think that the, the you know, you just kind of just, sharing the the number of businesses in that quick couple of minutes and there's many other members that are doing amazing things those just came to you uh you know came top of mind uh right. the children's museum i just saw the first video today i think that's fantastic what they're doing um yeah, and they're I, doing that every day yeah and i was following the um the hammer and stain which i thought was really great uh they seem to always be uh, innovating and creating they were doing the um, bring your own, um, you know, you could buy your own kit and bring it home and do it. Uh, a couple months ago, Amy actually did it for Christmas. I think it was around Christmas time where it was like kind of a partially done and you finished the whole thing and kind of customized it, which I think is a great idea. Um, you know, I think that the, the, the reality of one of the things that you said is everything's changing every day. You mentioned the Ames free library, you know, they went from business as usual to, um, providing books out the window uh, and then they had to close. And so now they're, they're, they now have to, they've now retooled and revised. And I think that's the important message that um, I'm trying to share with people is um, to constantly, we should always be constantly retooling. I think that, you know, one of the things that we'll get out of this is many of us were probably in a form of complacency. Um, a lot of the, the um, you know, you mentioned uh, Shoveltown uh, Brewery doing online ordering. Many businesses didn't do that before because they didn't need to because they were plenty busy, but it's a great tool uh, to be more efficient and to be getting potentially more orders. Um, And they're canning now. I don't know if they were canning before. I know you used to be able to go and get, uh, what are they, growlers filled up. But that could be a a new revenue stream for them in the future when our new normal comes around and the dust settles. So I'm seeing a lot of really... um, while difficult, while challenging, while taxing, while while costing people um, their their reserves and things, I'm I'm seeing a lot of 
good outcome on this um, that shows the resilience of not just our community, but our country. Um, but I just am trying to showcase as much as our community. I'm going to have Darcy uh, on this week from the Y, and I see a lot of the good stuff that they're doing. Um, but I think that uh, the, the, the takeaway here is that the Easton Chamber is, is doing some great things, great resources. You're not alone. Um, even if you're not a chamber member, I would say reach out to Karen and, and, and learn more because I think by the time you're done talking, um, you're going to want to become a member. Uh, and you can, you can do the membership online too, I think, can't you? I think I did. Yeah, I think I you can go right on. Yeah. yeah, you can go right online and register. And actually, um, more things are popping into my head, but yesterday I called up Trisha Peterson from Paperback Junction, one of our members. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, Trisha, how are you doing? And because, you know, poor Trisha had to go through a move and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And she, she said, you know, I'm doing okay. She said, I'm getting a lot of support. Uh, Trish is one of those people, whenever there's anything going on in the community, if you ask her for um, a gift certificate to donate or anything, she's the first one to do it. Mm -hmm. um, she's she's feeling the love back. I mean, she has set up now people can order their books and they can go over and pick it up curbside. Mm -hmm. And then I realized she was in with my favorite dry cleaner at Lapel's and I called and um, he's making masks at the moment. But I said, you know, can I buy a gift card or do something to help you through right now? And he said, no. He said, you know, so many people have asked me that. He said, but don't worry. He said, I know how much you guys love me. <laughs> and, you know, it just, it made me feel good that um, people are are supporting all these small businesses that throughout the year we count on all the time. They support our kids, you know, athletics. They support the music program. They support every fundraiser that we have. And, and I think people are staying loyal to them and, and, you know, we're all coming through this together and we're trying to work together and, and help each other. Yeah. 100%. And I see that as a huge positive and, and I'm very proud of, of everyone in the community that's doing that, that's, you know, helping each other. And, um, you know, even some of our, you know, people that aren't members right now, but, you know, Neil over at McGuire's, I mean, he's killing it. I heard him on your show the other day in the Union Villa doing mm -hmm. the pizza. Um, you know, everyone's thinking outside the box and doing what they can to push forward. I got to tell you, you know, you, you hit one and I was so glad to see her in January, Mrs. Peterson at Paperback Junction. She hands down is uh, one of the most upbeat, optimistic, happiest people. Uh, I've been, gone into her store. I haven't gone in a, in a number of years, um, basically, because I don't think I've had a chance to actually read a book. Uh, they all come on audio file now because of uh, the, the birth of our, our latest uh, child. But uh, uh, she she weathered the Barnes and Noble era, the Barnes and Noble era, and the um, what was the other one? Borders bookstores, when those big bricks, brick and mortar stores of, of bookstores came, and Amazon when they just sold books. Um, she yep. weathered, she she's weathered so many storms with her bookstore. And it's entirely because of who she is as a person, um, her, her, just her smile when you walk in the, uh, the, I've never gone in there with the intention of buying any particular book. And she would always point me in the right direction of something that I always loved. So it's all about mm -hmm. the people. Um, absolutely. And you know, the, the, the lapel story, I mean, you're hearing countless stories of people that are putting their livelihoods on hold to do things like make masks and do things um, that are that are helping those frontline workers that that are so desperate in need of 
um, supplies to keep them healthy. So, um, no, that's, that's, that's great stuff. Um, well, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to put all the resources on uh, the podcast page. I will put it on my, my social media pages as well as how people can get a hold of you. Um, keep doing what you're doing. I really appreciate everything. I appreciate, you know, I've appreciated the last four or five months getting to know you and getting to know the chamber. Um, I look forward to seeing it. Unfortunately, you guys had to cancel a taste of Easton event. Um, but I think that, that, that this is going to help build some additional ways to get together as a group, whether it's virtually or whether you start putting together some more of these specials and things. But, uh, I really see, uh, I really see this thing making us all much stronger in the end. So, um, I, I agree, Josh. And and just to let you know, I am working on um, something for the fall, something a little different, another fundraiser that, you know, not as big as the taste, but, um, you know, we will come back with something and we will um, sure get great support from the community. And while I, while I have an extra second, I just want to put a plug for um, not only was it the biggest fundraiser for the Chamber, the Taste of Easton, but we always donated about $1,500 to the Easton Food Pantry. Mm-hmm. So I um, did a virtual fundraiser and went way out of my comfort zone and did a, a video. And so far, we have raised over $3,000 for the food pantry. And I'm still collecting until April 20th. So if anyone wants to donate, if they go to our, um, if they go to our website, on the first page, there's a link for them to donate to the food pantry. And right now, so many people are accounting on the food pantry, more people than ever. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I was thrilled with the results of that. And a big thank you to the, um, the Eastern Fire Department, the, the local chapter, because they um, reached out to me, Chris Mills reached out to me, and they had agreed to make a donation and they added it to what we were putting, which was included in that $3,000 but they gave a very generous amount and, and I'm so grateful to them. Yeah. He's uh, he, he's one of my closest friends and a uh, uh, pretty awesome human. I'm going to have him on later this week as well. Uh, he's been, he's been doing his 24 hour shifts on the, at the firehouse this week. So uh, it's been tough to get a hold of him. Congratulations on that, uh, that, 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 that goal. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, and I hope that there's more that, that comes in and you're absolutely right. The Eastern food pantry is in the, uh, they're in the fight of a lifetime because there are more people that need food, uh, in many, in many cases than there, than there is food. Um, Mm -hmm. and they've always done, uh, Ken Wood, I think is the, is one of the big folks that that's been focused on that all these years, if I remember correctly. Right. Uh, yes. So, uh, uh, I know he's always out with the uh, the trailers at Roach Brothers and constantly trying to keep shelves loaded. But people are, I mean, look look at people that can get stuff. You know, we can't find stuff on shelves at Target. Big. I mean, you think about our community, and this is for people that don't live uh, in Easton. You know, my our community is 27 square miles, 27,000 residents. 50% of our property is conservation land, so it's pretty well spread out. Um, and we have three grocery stores and a Target. Um, in our town, we've got a big Y, a Shaw's, a Roach Brothers, and a massive Target with groceries. And you can go to all four of those on any given day right now and find empty shelves with no paper towels, no toilet paper, no meat, none of this stuff. So thinking about the Eastern Food Pantry that's got to go to these places and get the food or have people help out um, for people that can't afford to go to these places and get their own food, um, it's a struggle. And it's, it def- is. it's definitely real. So um, right. And as a mom, it's as a mom, it's a real concern. You know, when I, 
when I couldn't find chicken breast for a week, it was like, oh my, how am I going to feed my family? You know, and we're very lucky. I mean, compared to when people went through this a hundred years ago, um, you know, we're, we're in warm houses. We have computers that we can, you know, still continue to do some work and those types of things. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's still, you want to be able to get, meet the basic needs of your family. And it, it's a little unnerving when you see shelves full of um, grocery stores with empty shelves. I mean, we're not used to that. We're used to you know, yeah, things being yeah. right Psych there when we need it. Psychologically, that plays a, a real uh, challenge. You know, when you go to BJ's or Costco or any of these big, big box, big volume stores, and they don't have anything uh, for you to yep. grab that's, uh, you know, it's, it definitely does a little bit of worrisome. And, um, you know, we, you know, if you had, if you had a basement filled with, with uh, rainy day food to prepare for this stuff, most of it's probably expired because we haven't had to do any of this stuff for a hundred plus years. So um, right. even if we have a, a bad snowstorm, it's like one or two days, maybe you don't get to the store, but um, we really haven't even had to have that. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. So, uh, I really appreciate your time here, Karen. I think this is all great stuff. I, I, I strongly encourage, I, I didn't have to join uh, to speak to your group. I wanted to join because when I looked into it, I just said, you guys are just doing some great things, supporting local businesses. And I'm proud to be an Eastern Chamber member. I, I strongly suggest anybody listening that isn't a member, become one. Because uh, again, a rising tide floats all ships and we can all come together, work together. Uh, to come out of this stronger. Um, be sure to go on the homepage. You do, don't need to be a business owner. Go to the homepage on the link that I'm going to share to you right at the top. It says click here to donate and uh, and help the Chamber's efforts to uh, to well surpass the $3,000 it's already raised uh, to help the Easton Food Pantry. And if you have any questions, all of Karen's contact information is going to be on the uh, on the website. Karen, keep doing what you're doing. Really appreciate you giving us the time. Uh, and she's she she was out of her comfort zone to do that video on Facebook. So if you want to see Karen, if you want to see Karen on on Facebook, you're gonna to have to go. If you want to see video of Karen, you have to go on Facebook and see uh, her request for birthday request for donations. And then uh, and then I would say you'd have to make a donation watching it and watching her out of her comfort zone. Um, mm -hmm. But but appreciate you giving us the time here. Keep doing what you're doing and uh, in the meantime. Um, it, this is a, this is, this is an everyday change. This is getting, uh, the worst is yet, yet to come according to what all these, uh, these, um, hills and valleys and dips and streams and curves and flattens and all the words and stuff that I'm not a doctor, nor do I want to play one on TV right now. Um, we we're in, we're in for the fight of a lifetime and that's important for everybody to stick together and try to stay as positive as possible, as positive as Karen is with all this stuff. Uh, going on, create, innovate, uh, forge ahead, and um, we'll take this headwind uh, together. And I look forward, I got a couple more great guests this week coming up. So um, in the meantime, uh, appreciate any ratings, reviews, comments, questions, you can send them to josh at beawesome.com. That's J-O-S-H at B-E-A-U-S-M.com. You can do ratings and reviews on any podcast platform. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, this is one of those things that, you know, a year ago, I didn't care if I knew who listened, how they listened or what, you know, they were doing for ratings and reviews, but those, uh, all those facts and figures actually play into, uh, an opportunity to make this a revenue generating effort down the road, which, uh, I think is something we all need to look at is different ways to, uh, to earn our keep. So, uh, Karen, thank you so much. Have a great day. Uh, uh, the rest of the, the rest of the great day that you can have here. And um, 
um, we'll, we'll make sure that everybody's reaching out to you the way that they need to. And in the meantime, uh, if you can be anything, be awesome.